Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Thursday, August the 24th. Uh, we do have a weather pattern around the world this morning that has not changed greatly. A couple of things that are of interest. First of all, the rain event that we talked about yesterday in northeastern parts of Australia, mostly in Queensland and northern New South Wales, has been removed from the forecast. That was steadily occurring with each new model run yesterday. And so we're now down to the point where Queensland and northern New South Wales is dry except for coastal areas for the 10 days coming up. And this is the better forecast, so I think we're on the right track there. There's not a lot of precipitation being advertised even in southern Australia over this next 10-day period, so we will be watching them to see how much drying out they will do. Remember that El Nino will suppress rain in New South Wales and Queensland as we go into the spring season, at least the northern part of New South Wales. And it will also suppress uh, some of the rain over the summer. Now, southern Australia will also be under the influence of the positive phase of Indian Ocean Dipole, which also suppresses rainfall. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be absolutely dry across those areas, but the precipitation that's going to occur will be lighter than usual at times, which raises some issues when it comes down to considering what kind of production we're going to have as we get into the heart of the uh, spring season. So be watching those areas. Right now, soil moisture is just fine in most of the southern production areas with the exception of western minor production areas in South Australia. India's forecast continues to be of great interest to the marketplace. Precipitation will continue to be below average across a big part of the country. The only areas you're going to get rain will be in the lower Ganges River Basin, uh, Bangladesh, and the far eastern states. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, it will rain in other parts of the country, but the amounts are going to be notably below average. And we are going to see that nation wide precipitation uh, gradually dropping down into the drought category, which is 10% less than whatever is normal for the nation as a whole. And last, on Sunday, we were seeing reports that we were at 7% deficits, so the odds are fairly good that by the time we get into early September, we will have crossed that threshold. But that doesn't necessarily just suddenly change anything. The bottom line is we are going to see ongoing dryness in Gujarat, Rajasthan, and Pakistan. I do not believe that we'll see any more rain come back into those areas of significance uh, and that the monsoon will end without any new rains in those areas. The rest of western and southern India will have opportunity for rain a little bit later down the road, but we don't expect it to be normal. And so the lighter than usual precipitation will raise some concerns over long-term outlooks for rice, sugarcane, groundnut, soybeans, and all that. Now, as of today, the majority of the soybean production areas in India are still in relatively good shape, but we do expect some deterioration to take place as we move forward into September if we don't get better rains to occur in the next couple of weeks. The odds are also good that China is going to continue to keep some of its wetter bias conditions as they have been dealing with that fairly often here in recent weeks. The forecast today though is suggests that better drying conditions will occur in eastern inner Mongolia across a fair amount of central and uh, northern parts of Jilin and portions of Liaoning. Everybody else in China will likely continue to see waves of rain through the next 10 days to two weeks. I don't think it's a big problem in that country, but there is a definite need for less precipitation and so that summer crops can mature and be harvested normally. Europe is going to go back into a wetter biased pattern now for a little while. The precipitation that's coming up is expected to end up reducing some of the crop quality in a few of the small grain areas that are still left to be harvested 
interested, but the impact is not likely to be all that great. So the odds are fairly good that we will see Europe's uh, conditions de deteriorate a little bit. I don't think it's going to be all that dramatic, but still there's some interest there. A lot of dryness remains in the southern and east-central portions of the continent. Uh, those areas are definitely going to need some greater amounts of moisture to support late summer crops. It's also pretty darn dry in southern France right now and Spain. These areas have had temperatures in the upper 90s to 110 degrees recently. Spain's just been hotter than fire, it seems like, lately, with temperatures of 100 to 113 occurring fairly often uh, one week after the other. It's very similar to what's happening in the southern U.S. plains. Speaking of the U.S., the temperature Temperatures are expected to be uh, very warm to hot here yet for another day or two, uh, but we are going to be retreating the hottest conditions out of the Midwest. Today will probably be the last of the really terribly hot days, but we will still have some heat around tomorrow, and it's over the weekend that we'll see the temperatures cool down most significantly. Most of the 100 degree plus temperatures will gradually retreat into portions of Texas, the southern delta, and a small part of the southeastern U.S., as well as the desert southwest. The heat will stay in those areas for a little while, maybe finally disappearing as we go from Tuesday into Wednesday. Now, there is not a lot of rain in the pipeline for the heart of the U.S. Midwest, and that is the concern. Even though the heat goes away and the stress will be reduced, we don't get large volumes of rainfall to occur in this coming 10-day period, and that means places like Iowa and Minnesota, the Dakotas, uh, portions of northeastern Kansas and northern Missouri just may not do real well with precipitation and drying will continue. Once we get beyond day 10, there might be a chance for a little bit of a change, but it certainly isn't showing up on all the models, just a few of them. We also see uh, a chance for some scattered showers to come into West Texas. Actually, a big part of Texas in general may start seeing some instability showers popping up beginning next week and continuing into the following weekend. No heavy soakings of rain will likely occur, but there will be a chance for a little bit of moisture there. And then in South America, real briefly today, we still have 10 days of dry weather coming up for Argentina's key winter wheat producing areas in the west. Uh, the east will stay in much better shape, but the west doesn't get much precipitation until we do get out beyond day 10. And we've seen this advertised before, and I want to be very careful not to get too excited about rain showing up in days 11 through 15 for those western areas, even though it is being advertised. We'll see what happens when we get a little closer to the event, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. And Brazil is expected to see increased scattered showers and some thunderstorms as we go forward through uh, most of next week in particular, and the rainfall may disrupt some of the safrina corn and cotton harvest progress, but the moisture will be good for what's left of the wheat crop and may also be very good for the first planting of corn. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.